Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is the 20 date experiment. Can it help you find the one? Let's find out. Hello, friends. You're listening to Kinda Dating. Thanks as always. Um, hey, follow us on social media. We are at Kinda Dating on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I love to hear from you guys. So, yeah, follow us there. Follow me I'm at Natasha Chandel. I'm around and tell us your stories. Um, Today, we have a friend here telling us her story. Uh, this is an old friend of mine, guys. We went to uh, college, which is the person puts it so well. Say it. <laughs> the American word for, uh, no, the, can, the, American, the American word for university exactly. is college. You have to say, it. I college, went to yeah. college because. Like, nobody's like, university, exactly. what? Are you snob? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and in Canada, because we're both Canadians, yeah. in Canada, it's like, you went to college? College is Just like... Just college? College like, means... It's the equivalent of community yeah. college here. Yeah. like And... Like, my parents would, like, I mean, like, I... Like, I mean, it's not to say that college is bad. No, no, but, like, it's not, yeah. It's, it's like, oh, like, like, why didn't you try to go to university? Yeah, totally. Like, you should have yeah. tried. Like, you could have. Like, yeah. you had 80s. Well, okay, <laughs> let, let me introduce you guys to the voice that you're hearing. Um, this is a director, producer, writer of children's media, Kristen McGregor. She's an old friend of mine. You're the second rta on the show. Oh, my so gosh. We're both from we're both from Canada. We went to college together uh, at Ryerson <laughs> University um, for radio and television arts, which is like... Uh, guys, I'm not going to brag, but I will brag. It's like total humble brag here, but um, it is the the top yeah. program in um, all of Canada for um, media arts it and, and uh, broadcast. And so, you know, we have a very small, tight class of like 100 people or so in total that make it in every year um, out of like thousands and thousands of people who try. And it's kind of like the USC of or, you know, like one of those like the Harvard Stanford of for um, for media back in Canada. And so, you know, we all end up becoming really close and and now a few of us have moved out here to L.A., which is crazy. And Kristen just got here. Um, but first tell us, so you are, you, and you have a specialty, which has been in kids media. You oh, were yeah. always in it, even in, even, even back then. Yeah. Even back in college university days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so kids media is my thing. It's like, you know, and, and what I was going to say about RTA, what I love so much is like, we're a tight group and, and like, we always like, no matter what, like if I hear about anything that's happening with any one of us, I'm like, oh my God, like, totally, we get so um, excited. And and we all do different things. Like, we're such a diverse group. Completely. And I became, like, the kids' TV person yep, of our year. Did. And, like... You did. Um, so, yeah, so I'm lucky enough to work in a business where, like, you know, big problems are, like, you know, oh, maybe they don't have ice cream. Maybe they have, like, a, an ice pop because that's more affordable. Oh, and, like, you know, like, yeah, 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 totally. You know, like, dealing with, like, uh, dealing with that sort mm-hmm. of a thing and just dealing, like, you know, like really uh, focusing in on like the feelings that preschoolers have and and trying to really understand the world through their eyes and make great media that will um, make their lives better. Yeah. You, you are also directing NBC's Sprout, right? Yes. That's the right show. Yeah. 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 Um, 
for a long time yep. and you've done a lot of big stuff in uh, CBC in Canada and just like a million all over the place million things you like, name it yeah. I've been there you really if have it's only for kids TV though no like... but that's I, I always thought that was so awesome I really admire it. I was just like damn she's like really in this and like she is the like Bible for like <laughs> I just hit you up the other day I was like hey tell me a few pointers about like, kids but it's great I love that that Here like, we, were. we all have our own talking about internet regulatory <laughs> things for children because so I know true. it you guys <laughs> but but the other cool thing with you is you did a master's was yes. it in psychology yeah in um so I did um I left Toronto and I went to uh teachers college at Columbia University in New York yes. and I did my master's degree in cognitive studies um studying cognitive development of preschoolers in relation wow. to on-screen technology so like what happens when your teacher is a screen and wow. it is stuff that we rely on when you know in apps and tv yeah. in in publishing like all over the place like it's it's really important on how you craft your narrative in order to help kids learn. Yeah. So, and that kind of, I, I realized if I was going to spend my whole career in kids' media. You wanted to. I needed to know. No. Yeah. yeah. Is there any truth to the kids shouldn't watch screens before two and blah, oh, blah, blah? It is such a gray area because, so uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics came out with that, saying that they didn't want kids watching uh, on screens at all until yeah. they're two. But then they've softened on that rule recently. Yeah. Um, and also what I would say is, you know, it really depends on how the kids are are watching that media. Mm -hmm. So if like if if a child is like just consuming, you know, media on their own and it's not curated or, you know, it doesn't have a deeper purpose, perhaps like, you know, maybe like, you know, it's it's really case by case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I say, anything can be educational media. Like totally. a car commercial yeah. can be educational media yeah. for a kid. How fast is that car going? Yeah. You know, oh, what color is that car? Yeah. What does a car say? Like, you know, when you co-view, any media yeah. can become an educational experience. So Interesting. I know. it's. I it's, mean, it's funny because like we, that argument happens and I'm always just like, man, my parents just like slapped me in front of a TV. They were like, shut up. <laughs> well, you know just... what? We all turned out okay. And that's well, what I'm right? like. I'm like, like, I just came out fine. I actually got glasses because I would read too much. Right. I read too much when I was a baby. And like literally since I was a kid, you I would like when you hide. Were a baby? Well, yeah, when I was like, I think I started reading like really early oh at like God. two or three. So by four and a half, I got glasses um, because <laughs> I would like hide under tables and read. And so I was like, in, they were like, she, she probably shouldn't have been doing that in the dark. Right. And now she needs glasses. That was, so was me, like, though, like Babysitter's Club. I read all the Babysitter's Club, <laughs> like <laughs> underneath my covers, yeah. like with a flashlight, like straining my eyes. And that's probably that's why, why they're horrible got, today. Yeah, yeah. Night driving's the worst. <laughs> Thank you, Babysitter's Club. <laughs> um, okay, so l let's talk about uh, the, the dating stuff. I ask yes. every guest this, but I already know the answer with you. Single or in a relationship? Oh, I am mad. Yeah. So if anybody are. had a crush, you're out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing with you is I'm like, you're the fucking anomaly. Like, fuck off. Even like, before I even say anything, I'm like, fuck off, Kristen, because she she came from Canada, moved to New York. One of the one of the I consider the hardest city in the world to date. And 
Uh, and she walks in. Nobody in New York has a fucking relationship. Nobody. No. Everybody's hanging out and fucking. Like, that's all you do in New York. There is no monogamy. for. And, if, and people don't believe me, talk to a New Yorker. Uh, I eat yeah. us like we know. And so then um, she comes in. Within like a, f- I don't even know. Like I feel like I just, I, I just met you and you landed, and you're like, hey, I, I met this amazing guy. Next thing I know, it's like a year later, you're getting married. I'm like, stop. I know. It's <laughs> like stop. No, I'm yeah, so happy no, for you. Very I was lucky. Just like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, it's that like you know when you first come in and you're like open and full of wonder, and you like luckily got like the right person right. versus like. Well, I also think there's something to coming into a new place. Like when you move somewhere yeah. new, you're on a different rhythm. Yes. Than than the city maybe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, like a wide-eyed Canadian was yep. just the thing New York needed. Like, yeah. Like, and that's what oh. And that's how I first came in and then I ended up meeting a crazy and I'm like and he sucked mm. my life out of me. And I was like, "Man, if I had just met like a nice guy that time while I was like on a higher frequency, I would have Maybe my whole Listen. Li- guys. Maybe this podcast wouldn't be happening, and so maybe that maybe it all turned out okay. right. And you, we wouldn't be here right now. Totally. Think about no, it. I know. If I'm you never met that guy, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all roads lead my, to me. <laughs> um, okay, so tell tell yeah. me the story. Tell sure. everybody else the story because I know this, but tell everybody the story yeah. of coming to New York and meeting Cliff. And what I have dubbed the 20 date experiment. Amazing. So I was dating. I was, you know, in a in a wonderful long term relationship that ended. Um, and then I was just dating on OkCupid in Toronto and it was just going terribly. Yeah. Like terribly. Like and I feel like there was something about me pouring my heart into online dating like I would be like you know carefully selecting all these guys that I was going to go out with and like you know like crafting all these narratives in my head like I'm gonna like I'm you know oh they do this so I bet they're gonna do this and then you show up and it's not that and like and and you put so much in like you talk so much about like I'm meeting this great guy he's so cute look at this picture um and I think this is gonna be amazing and then it's never is totally yeah and then I moved to New York in the midst of this and I was working in TV production in Toronto. So like, you know, it was I was I had uh, quite a busy job. Mm-hmm. So dates were were not as um, often as, you know, maybe I should have been dating. And then I moved to the U.S. and I wasn't due to my student visa. I couldn't work. Right. So I was going to school and in my mind, school was going to take like 16 hours a day. And it didn't. Yeah. So, thank you, school. Yeah. Guys, school's a great option for <laughs> a reasonable day. Yeah. Um, so, uh. So I took this one class, uh, research methodology, and I was like, oh, this is going to be boring. Yeah. And at the same time, I was starting to date again, but in New York. Yeah. Um, And so in research methodology, my professor was mentioning, you know, whenever you're doing experiments with people, you need to make... In order to make it statistically significant, you need to have at least a sample size of 20. And I was like... Oh, 20. That's like, that's like a lot. Like, and then I started thinking to myself, like in this class, I'm like, wait, like, why don't I just do that? Like, why don't I do an experiment where I just figure out, you know, what's wrong with me? 
why don't I just date 20 guys? And if I just get through that that experiment, I'll at least have some information and see some repeating patterns on what I'm doing wrong right. in my dating life. Yeah. So I... Um, I just did that. I went on OkCupid and then I did all the questions at all. Like, you know, like the whole like, you know, for me, like I'll tell you later, my non-negotiable is dogs. Like I love dogs. I need a dog forever. If you yeah, hate yeah. dogs, get out of my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I'm done. <laughs> but like, you know, like did all those questions to make sure that, you know, all like, you know, that I'm not getting any non-negotiables in yeah, my results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, well, who would I want to date? Like, and I selected like education. And then this list, because it's New York, this list of men pops up. And I'm like, there's maybe about like 40 in the list. And I'm like, this is amazing. Here I go. Yeah. And then I just started messaging. And then you stop caring because I'm producing an experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, like you're great. And I'm being forward now because I'm like messaging. I'm like, hey, let's hang out. Let's do this. And anybody that like wanted to just chit chat back and forth, I'm like, nope. Like, this needs to be a date because I just want to tick off this box. So the date started happening. And, uh, you know, and the thing about OkCupid is, like, you know, my, like, my husband and I met on OkCupid. Yeah. But also, we went on a lot of really bad dates. And the dates are horrible. Like, when they're bad, they're really bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just weirdos. There's so many weirdos out in the world. Yeah, but I like, want to hear some of those, too, Oh, my after. gosh. Yeah, there's what, weird stories. What, what, when you were on these 20 yeah. dates, this 20 date experiment yeah. thing is when, like, you went on really bad dates? Yeah, some of oh, them really okay. bad, and some in Toronto, and, like, they're all stories. Like, anytime anything is, like, horrible in your life, if you're like, if I just get through this, it's going to be the best story. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's, like, that's me with every relationship. I, I actually stay longer, and I'm like, well, at least I'll have a story to tell. Yeah. my This, like, this is how bad yeah. We are. We're like such storytellers. Like this is how you know you're way too obsessed with your job. Like you're just like, hey, I'll I'll go through a horrible experience yeah. just so I have a story to ooh, tell. Like uh, let's get another peak and valley in there. Exactly. Like ooh, that's... where's the climax here? I don't think we've we've uh, reached our yeah what's, rising. What's the resolution? Plot point number two. Yeah. It hasn't, we haven't hit that yet. Oh okay, so we need. Uh... Oh my god, there's like a writer's room for like your dating life. Totally. Oh my god, can I be in that writer's room? Please, for I the next know relationship. What you would like write? Oh my god, I'd be like, I don't even know. I would be like more, more drama. Let's put her oh in a horrible god. situation. <laughs> I don't need any more drama. But she's so lovable. We'll, we'll be so worried about her. Um, People will be really invested yeah. because she's going through all this shit. <laughs> it's so funny. So I went on about five dates and then I met Clifford Mm. and Clifford was just a bit different than the other dates and like you know he he was um like the first thing he told me is he's fundraising for his students from the charter school to go to like the a theater festival in Scotland and I was like yes because I love kids and like I like work to better the lives of kids who watch the media I make and like he's doing this like but with high schoolers so it's like and for me I wanted somebody not in the industry um so it's like he kind of gets what I do and I kind of get what he does and I'm like, this is great. Yeah. And um, so it was really, really lovely. But then what happened? It was so lovely. I couldn't finish the 20 dates. Oh, right. I know. God. So I was like. You found the love horrible. of your life by date five. Right. No, but <laughs> then I was like, here I go. I know what I can still do. I'm going to put Clifford on 20 dates with oh. me. Oh. 
So I refined the experiment further where I was like, fine, I'm just going to go on 20 dates with him. And on our second date, he like canceled on me or like, you know, like there was a thing and like, I'm probably saying it wrong, but like he like couldn't go out with me. Yeah. And like, he's like, I I got a bail. And I was so excited. Like I got back to my whole, like putting my whole heart in the things that I love. And like, so then I like, go to my friends and I'm like my I think I told my roommate I'm like oh like you know this guy canceled on me and like it's like oh you deserve better than that like you know like the typical things that really supportive friends say and I'm like I do deserve better than that like maybe I should just like you know like maybe I should just end it yeah and then I was like well no I should do this stupid 20 date thing because what yeah. is wrong with me? Thanks, re- research methodology. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> best class. Um, right? Best class. So then I, I was like, fine, like, let's just reschedule because yeah. I'm like, I need to get a date mm-hmm. three in this. And I guess I was also like a pusher of the dates. Yeah. Um, yeah. So date three happened, and every other date since then has been amazing. So then back to the research date two is just an outlier interaction and then Mm. i'm like how often do we just cancel everything due to an outlier interaction before we know it's an outlier interaction totally how how can we increase our sample size of dating to actually get a fair viewpoint on a relationship Mm -hmm. which is interesting that's like i love i love the way you you frame that because it's so true like and look i i did it a lot when i was younger you know you go through phases in your life and people tell you things like that well you deserve more and if a guy's really into you none of that shit happens and then so again you create this narrative in yeah. your head and so when somebody's like genuinely unavailable or something they you you shut down a door right and or you just close a door because you're just like nope i you know you fucked up you don't respect me like creating a whole fucking thing in right. your head about it when really they got, they got sick or it's just, you know work called and something really happened and and so so i've been um uh just starting to see somebody now and um ooh hi oh, whoever it is <laughs> i can't wait to meet you oh gosh she's a younger one this is, god i'm not going to get into it but yes um <laughs> yeah you see my face i'm like Ugh. my heart i'm like i've become that person um he's not that much younger guys okay jesus like, oh my gosh does he listen to this like podcast uh he he you know he funny enough he he did listen to a few of them which i found really interesting because a lot of guys don't um and he he did and uh he really really liked it but now he's like i think i'm gonna stop because i feel like i'm learning more about you than you know about me and i want us oh. to like be on the same level and See, i was I like, like yeah that. i appreciate it yeah yeah and sometimes i say things on the podcast too that i don't re- remember i've said because like i'm being funny or 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 just like i'm unfiltered and right. then i'm just like oh please don't because well, then, I, then I forget, and then it might be held right. against me, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, date number two. Funny enough, he also canceled, but he called me the morning of, and he like he was like, hey, look, I am so so sorry, and he gave me like an actual reason. His friend was leaving from town, like his friend is moving away, and he completely forgot that the thing was tonight, and he thought that the event that they were going to was going to end early, and it was going to end much later. He's like. 
It's in Hermosa Beach. I, I thought it was at 5.30. It was going to end at 7.30. He's like, it starts at 7.30, but they oh. want to leave at 5.30. I was like, oh. And so he's like, and it's in Hermosa Beach, which is, guys, if you're listening, it's far away from L.A. It's like oh, like an hour or so. And so he's like, I'm not going to make it back, and I'm so sorry. But like, blah, blah. But I appreciate that he called me. Right. And he was like, I felt like it didn't. you didn't deserve like a text message, and I wanted to call you and tell you that, and I'm still really interested, and I'm really sorry. And I was like, oh. Well, it's fine. Like, I really, it was fine. Because, like, See, that day, it wasn't a big deal for yeah. me. And I was like, oh, well, you gave me enough notice. You told me in the morning. I can make other plans or do whatever. And I was like, yeah, all good. And he even says, he's like, he's like, thank you so much for, like, giving me another shot. And I was like, well, I genuinely, one, you, I felt genuine. Like, you really had a reason. Mm-hmm. And two, you know, you made another plan right away. And you called me and told me about it in advance. And, like, it's okay because, like, shit happens right. in life, you know? But, um, like, I think we get so caught up in, like, when we're first starting to date somebody yeah. that when that happens, it is, like, because we, again, we don't have enough information or a yeah. sample about who this person is, whatever they've done. Like, if you've had one date and then the second date, that's 50% of the information you know is, like, totally. you're a canceler. Yeah. Like, and then also I think to myself, like, when have I been that friend where I'm like oh no like that he he doesn't even know what he's missing you're amazing like yuck you deserve better we're going out like I've been that friend where I get so like den mothery with my girlfriends about that stuff I'm like nobody messes around like I'm a Leo you guys but like (laughs) nobody messes around with my friends like yeah But then, like, how many relationships have I killed with that attitude? Like, you know, so it's I think it is like it's just so interesting to take a step back and just reframe Mm -hmm. like, right. Yeah. Okay. Like, let's just take a deep breath and give a chance. And like and also like, you know, why are we you know, and it's so I just find like it's it's so interesting. Like, why are we so, um, you know, desperate, not desperate, but like for me, when I was dealing with this, it was like, I just really wanted to like, I think because I really liked him, but I like really wanted to like go out. And like, I think it was just utterly disappointing Mm -hmm. that this cancellation happened. Oh, totally. And that's, I mean, I definitely find that there was somebody that, uh, that I met through a mutual friend, like a couple, few months ago. And for some reason with him, like, I just held him on, like, a much higher standard. So when something got canceled, I was, like, way more bummed than than with some, like, anybody else. And I was, But then I realized, I was like, I don't know, maybe it's just, like, not a fit for me. Because, like, why am I getting so fucking attached for no reason? Like, right. And so then I realized, like, I was creating, like, this whole narrative in my head. And I needed to just, like, let the person be a human and... And, like, not, not make it, like, a personal attack if right. something didn't work out like a plan got fell through or something or the person wasn't available like you know and so like you realize there's a lot of like your own shit that you bring to a table and it's like working through all of that you know and like one of the things i learned way too late with dating and this is this is a horrible thing what I'm going to say is horrible. No, no. Girl, there's nothing horrible here's what I, show. I learned and I it, I think it is true. Guys like it when you ignore them a little bit. It's true. And you make it like a bit of a like Oh, uh, like not ignore them in a bad way, but like you make it a little bit of a chase. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like if they cancel on you, you're like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, like really? I want that more. Like, yeah. or like, and I, how horrible is that that I'm like, oh, it's like marketing and you make yeah. yourself exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. But like, there is that. And so that, like, there's also that side of like, oh yeah, like you're canceling on me. Okay. Well, right. 
when do you want to hang out again? Yeah. Leave it. I wonder, though, if that if that works like the problem becomes is like what if guys start thinking the same thing you know except i don't think women are hardwired to chase no so that's why like it wouldn't work on a reverse thing like when a guy acts too pricey though it it works with bad boys like that's what that's what we we talk about it where the bad boy is always like slightly unavailable so then it makes a girl chase but that's in like an unhealthy way yeah um i think like I, d- I do think it does come back to the biology that, like, men are more hardwired to chase. I tell people, like, the one thing I've learned as I've grown older, and it's been weird because I, I was, you know, in very long relationships early in my life. And people who it was a very, very healthy relationship. Um, and it and I learned when I looked back on them, I was like, how come these like lasted so much longer and were just so much healthier than all these other ones. And I felt it was because I say, like, guys are hardwired also to earn. It's, right. It's like the, the you know, the men chase and men value things that they have gone out to earn. Like, as fucking cavemen, you know what I mean? Like, they go out, they hunt the the dinner, and then they feel like, I, I got I this from that. my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, dump a steak on the yeah, table. Exactly. They're like, that's they're like, right. I provided. <laughs> you know? And yeah. And so like there is like that whole thing of like even men now when you look at business, right? Mm-hmm. Why why do their jobs matter so much to them? Because like they earned that money. And so they, you know, and that's why they're so, like so much more protective of it. Um, and all of us are in that way. And I mean like and also to say like, you know, that's. Definitely, like, you know, like, that's, like, um, you know, one aspect. And there's, like, definitely, like, all sorts of shades on, on of that course. spectrum. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. I, I definitely I just hear think you, in, like, like, a hardwire way. Yeah. And so then sometimes, like, when women um, not, not, don't even play hard to get, but, like, let the guy earn you. That's what yeah. I always say. I'm like, you know, give, give it some time. Let him spend time before you even, like, people know me that I don't mostly kiss on, like, a first date. And people are like, I can't believe you don't do that. I'm like, I just feel like. Dude, you got to earn that shit. Like, you know how many first dates I go on? I'm not putting everybody's mouth on right. me. Like, it's gross. Yeah. And, like, I give very few people a second date. You're like, so this then is I... not an episode of The Bachelor. Exactly. Thank you. It's Bachelorette. Like camera. Sorry. Yeah. Camera. Go kiss. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just kind of... <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, no. Like, I know how, like, the, the number drops so far. Chris is just, like, imagining the whole situation and laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, something came into my mind. Yeah. The grossest kiss is something called the puckerless kiss. What is Where that? you don't do the, you just go, uh. <laughs> and you touch lips. <laughs> you just touch lips. <laughs> I don't know why it's in my mind. I'm so sorry. Okay. You back. grunted. That's so <laughs> I awesome. I so love it. Back to you and you don't kiss on the first date because no, but, you got to earn it and I yeah, agree. And I, and I tell, and funny that, you know, I've had uh, other girlfriends who at first contested me on that and now have been like, you know what? I think you were right. And yeah. I feel like the ones who uh, respect the girl more. Also, it's like guys respect you a little bit more. I don't. I mean, I don't want to make that assumption for everybody because I know where everybody's like sexually liberal and shit, and so am I. I'm like pretty sex positive, but I feel like I choose it and I do it on my own terms, mm-hmm. not because somebody else wanted me to. Again, that's why I'm saying it's not like I've never kissed on a first date, right. but if I have, it's because I really wanted to and, and I knew that I was it. gonna. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I knew I was gonna see this person again or some or whatever it felt like for the moment to me. But outside of that, most of the time, I'm like, if I really like you, I'm like, mm. yeah. 
and I don't do anything for a well, while. Well, we've got time, don't we? Yeah, that's what I say. I'm just like, I don't get it. If we're if you're going to be around, then yeah. you're going to get it in time. So yeah. it's not like a big deal. Again, if I feel like doing something, it's different. But Right. Like, I think um, it's uh, like, you know, in, in all that and like the um, like I, I took a lot of information from this is a weird place to get information from. But the millionaire matchmaker. Really? Do you watch that show? I don't. Oh, my gosh. Treat yourself. I mean, I know. I know. I think you I've know the premise. An episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like she had a couple things like over and over. Like yeah. she I, she kind of, I think, gently alluded to the like, you know, men want to chase. Yeah. Yeah. And then she also alluded to a couple other things that like women should just do on dates because men like it yeah is they like long flowing locks mm-hmm. and they also like if you pump up the old cleave yep. it's not a bad thing yep. and i'm like oh like here i was like and also like showing up at dates like being the real me and like and here's the thing is like I, I kind of hate that, like, you know, me showing up, like, without makeup or, like, you know, wearing the most comfiest thing I own. Yeah. Like, but it is, like, in a way, you're kind of marketing yourself. You're like, yeah. hey, don't worry. This is what I look like on a date. Yeah. It's pretty cute, right? But also, I have comfy things, too. Totally. <laughs> like- <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, there isn't, um, I think a lot of the relationship experts who've been on the show, especially the females, um actually advocate for the women to be a little more feminine and and people laugh at me i mean i wouldn't say laugh at me i think they get confused with me too because i'm very like uh everybody knows i think like a dude i talk i actually yeah. some other somebody else just told me that another guy just told me that the other day he's like you think like a man you're turned on fast you get turned off fast you're like and i'm like yeah i don't know i don't and yet on the outside i'm like feminine you know I have my hair it's long and I I dress a certain way I I mean I'm a little conscious of like the cleave thing that's just like a personal like I'm conscious but I I still you know show it when it's necessary like I still wear v-neck tees and shit but you know um but I still like uh I still like being a girl and and I do think like some of the the whole um the era right now of like you know um because I'm, I think both of us have had this conversation a little bit too. Like I'm a feminist as well, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like people are mistaking what that really means. Like it doesn't mean that we have to be like dudes. No. You know what I mean? It just means that means we, do whatever you want, yeah, and I will support exactly. that. Yes, and just like be proud to be a woman and know that we can still get everything by still being who we are. Right. Um, just don't change for the other person. If you feel no. like changing because that's what you want, then that's totally fine. But, And also I think there's something to be said for like, you know, uh, living life and dating on your own terms. Like how you're saying, yeah. like you don't have, you don't want to kiss on the first date, but if you're feeling it, you yeah, go for it, right? Totally. And like, and I support that as your friend. So. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But maybe not a packerless kiss to like gosh, at least a second no, date. No, I can't. Yeah. I can't. We, have, we Listen, episode like number four uh, was on, ba- on kissing or three. I was like, oh, yeah. bad kissing is like the worst thing in life for me. Um, we're going to continue this conversation. Uh, I want to talk about maybe how the 20 date experiment could work for you. And we're going to talk a little bit more um, with Kristen and get some advice on like how she moved from these date to date kind of things um, and how to kind of make that happen quicker. But first, this message. 
Hey friends, we're back. You're listening to Kinda Dating. I'm Natasha Chandel here with my good friend Krista McGregor, uh, writer, director, producer of Kids Media. Um, also, I'm just coining this shit for you. She is the she is the pioneer of the 20 date experiment, uh, which we're talking about today. So, girl, I have a, this is like yeah. a legit question. So, I, this is my problem, and uh, and I and maybe other people have the same problem, but like. All of my friends who did end up finding, like, the one, like, they were husbands and wives or whatever now. You know, you guys were very focused. At one point, you were like, okay, I want to I wanna meet somebody. And and then you, if you said this 20-date experiment, like, how quickly did you move on from every date? Did you just give them one or two and then move on to the next person? Oh, or, like... Like, every date was just one person. One, okay. And then... One person, what one made date? You, like, did you... Because this is my problem. I tend to, like, go on way too long with people because I'm always like, well, the first date, probably nobody was, like, themselves. So, like, okay, give it a second date. And then I'm like, well, there was nothing really bad about it. So, like, okay, a third date. And, like, I've gone on and stayed in things with people way longer than I should have just because, like, it wasn't bad. Well, that was like me before I started this experiment because yeah. I'm a very nice person, which yes. is a good which is the best and worst thing yeah. about me. Like yeah. so I was going on dates and then they weren't good or yeah. they weren't bad, but then the guy was nice and I'm like, "Well, I don't want to say no. Like yeah. let's go on another date or whatever." And then I something about the 20 date experiment, I was like I turned very like I'm like, I want to plow through this. Yeah, like, this is yeah. un- this is not pleasant for me. Yeah. But, like, and I'm looking for something specific. I'm looking for insights on myself. Yeah. And so I would, like, message them. And sometimes they would be like, hey, Kristen, thanks for going out. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, check. One yeah, day down. Totally, yeah. I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, um... And then, you know, there would be others where I'm like, I... And it was just, like, only if I felt a spark. Mm. Right? Like, if I was like, yes, I want to go on another yeah. date. And, like, I really didn't. There was one guy that where I was kind of interested, and then he wasn't interested. And, like, one guy that was interested, I wasn't interested. And, like, you know, and and yeah. it just it became a really quick thing. Like, right. there was no malarkey on, like, the whole, like, back and forth mm-hmm. messaging, winky winkies until, yeah. like, no. It was just, like, how quick can I get to an actual date? I tried to um, eliminate the variable of, like, the date itself as well. Like, really, if I wanted to be a purist about this, I would go to the same restaurant, order the same thing. And because the thing is, is like. right. Repeat the exact same. Right. So I I did restaurant, like, drinks. And I was just like, okay, a drink, like, you know, and a snack if we want. And, like, um, but, like, you know, like, let's say, like, one date was, like, let's go to, let's go on all the roller coasters. Yeah. And you're, like, oh, my God, I like him so much. Yeah. And you're, like, no, did I like the experience or did I like him? Because mm-hmm. my body felt adrenaline. Right. What is that making me feel about this person? Mm-hmm. Right? Versus, like, you know, I went for drinks with this person. Yeah, like, yeah. So I just tried to make the dates all the same. Right. That's smart. Yeah. That's also smart. God, you're smart. No, Listen. it's, guys, go get a degree. <laughs> 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 That's really the answer. Yeah. I have one, and I'm still. Oh struggling. my gosh! No, yeah. Um, well, the thing is, like, I, like my my best friend gets mad at me. That's her thing with me. She's always like, Tash, one, cut it off faster. Like she, when you know, before she met her husband, she just like 
plowed through same kind of way. And then she was like always just like going out and then boom, 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 just cutting people off really quick. Right. And me, I'm like, well, I mean, but this was so fun. It was so fun. And then it's like my my other best friend is very funny. She'll always just be like, did you feel, uh, what did she say? Um, did you feel uh, loosey-goosey down there or something? Like she, <laughs> she has like some term for like, where, oh, no, she like literally is like, were there any juices flowing? Oh, like, my God. She'll just literally be like. Oh my god! Like, were you wet that you felt like you want to go back out? And now I've been like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, yeah, I guess there should be like a real big spark. And yeah. I, I think my problem is, I just don't. I barely feel that with people. So, so I tend to give people like way more shots because I'm like, well, it's me. It must be me, right. and not that I just don't feel something with so the other person. That's why I think the now I'm using the coin that you the yeah, yeah, term yeah. coin. But like, that's why I think the twenty date experiment is really great. Is yeah. like. You see an end goal, and right. the end goal is not a relationship with the person that you are going on a date with. Right. You're like... It's also to learn about yourself. Yeah. Like, that's how you did it, right? Exactly. It was like, it, I, want, I need to learn. Yeah, like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing and right? And just what do I want? Yeah, and even maybe. at the end of that experiment, like, if anybody does that experiment, yeah. you can just sit down. And, and if you just write a little few notes about each date, you're like, what were the patterns that happened? Mm. Were the patterns that happened this? Were the yeah. patterns that happened that? What can I change about myself? Or, you know, did I learn that I don't like dating and I want to be single? Yeah. And, like, you know, or... You know, or did I meet a great person? Like, there's there's so many outcomes of yeah, this yeah. where it's just a good thing where you don't get caught up with all. Like uh, again, just for me, like I was just getting so caught up with like all the oh my gosh, this could be the one. Yeah, like, yeah. When you go on a date and to like Starbucks that. and it's the dumbest, <laughs> and you're like, this is the worst. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, and like you know, so so I just like I love that it brought me that clarity. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I I mean, I I'm, I'm telling you my roommate and I have talked about this after you and I had dinner and I was like I was like, "Girl, she has this 20 date experiment. I feel like we should do it and blah blah blah." And like, but now I'm like, you know, yeah. seeing seeing somebody a little more consistently. So, but then I like the like, "We'll give that 20 dates." Hey, sorry if you're listening, but Yeah. <laughs> He'll be listening. He's like, but, shit, she's giving me 20 dates. But why not? Yeah. Like, why not? See, after 20 dates, yeah. like what you... And actually, I think that's yeah. like a really good number. Because if you think about it, what, like, if, you, if you're if starting to hang out, it'll be like once a week. So that's like in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, beginning bits. So it's like, okay, four times in a month or maybe five times in a month. Then you progress. So it'll maybe be like two times a week. or whatever. It's like goes by pretty fast. Yeah. Like within a month and a half or two months. Two and a half months, I feel like, or three max, you should know. Right. And after, like, maybe at least, like, if you have two outlier interactions, it's yeah. probably a great totally. reason to bail as well. Because, yeah, like, yeah. again, you're not going to get the statistics that prove that this is a positive relationship. Yeah, so yeah. if your first if your first date is great and your second, third, fourth are horrible, mm-hmm. get out. Yeah. Right? Because you're not going to even get the statistics back totally. to, like, help you have a yeah. positive report on this relationship yeah. right like you know so and 20 is just a great number as well like when you're when you're tabulating statistics yeah it's Nerd. true <laughs> i really love it i'm like i'm like gosh i feel like you're on, i feel like if you know if you ever want to make a change in Listen, career i feel like you could be on to something i know this well experiment. if you if anybody is listening i'm actually like i will offer this if anybody is listening email the podcast Natasha will set you up with me and I will like help you through this experiment because okay, well, I you help me through this. Experiment? I will. Well, you're on the actual 20 dates with okay, the one yeah. person. But if you want if you want to just go on 20 dates. Yeah. 
like I want to help you, and okay. I like I because I did I also not make put it you through in, the twenty days. You got to talk to my roommate too, please. Because get me over there. She won't listen to me. Maybe she'll right. listen to somebody else. <laughs> Hi, roommate. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, let me ask you because uh, I, I like asking this question to people who are married because mm-hmm. I think uh, you know we've said this on the show too before. The best advice I ever got from somebody, he was like my business mentor. He said to me. Um, when I was like really confused about a guy once and he was like who are you asking for advice and I was like my friends are they single yes stop asking single people for advice and I was like oh smart that's smart that's smart why is that the smartest thing ever because it's what you just said right it'll be like girls who girlfriends or guy friends will be like you know what you fucking deserve better if you were really into you he would blah 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 but like I've been that friend. Do you have, like, your shit together (laughs) to be talking? (laughs) You know, so, like, even for me, I try not to, like, say any of those things to people. Only once in a while, like, I'll call somebody out. I'll be like, yo, this guy's trying to fuck you. Yeah. And I'm saying it because here's your A, B, C, D, E evidence. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I try to be, like, the person who's like, well, maybe maybe look at it this way or maybe look at it that way. But at the same time, I'm just like, there are times that you're... You're like, you got my hypothesis yes. is he's trying to, to fuck you. you. <laughs> so true. So what do you think is the biggest problem with, like, single people nowadays? And, like... The biggest problem with single people? Oh, well. You know, like, I or just... like, people are looking for, like, people love. People are looking... I, I mean, I wouldn't even say problem because, like, it is just such a vulnerable place to be. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I have such compassion for people who are out there trying to find somebody, especially people who want like that long-term monogamous relationship. Yeah. Because I think there's just like this, and you know, I found it, this is going to be weird to say, I found it more in Canada than in the States where people were like, yeah, let's just like hang out, but we're together, really? but we're not. And like, it's all this wishy-washiness. Ah. Um, I think what's really uh, like not a problem, but like I think like something that really helps people out and people like me out is getting things defined. Mm. Like I find if it's wishy washy, can we just define this as wishy washy? Yeah, yeah. Can we define this as oh, you want a non monogamous relationship and I yeah. don't, so this doesn't work? Like I yeah. think it, you like that I think communication it's like, part. Yeah, right? and it's true. I don't know why people don't do that. When I was at, like. Uh, I was a commitment for for five and a half years. I told every guy from like the first or second date, I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship. Right. So if you're going to ask me to be your girlfriend, it's not where I am. Right. And like then I get because I, I always feel like give the other person the choice. It's hard to hear. And I would tell them, like, it's not about you. It's not about whatever. It's just this is the place I'm in right now. I'm working through some stuff. And like, that's it, you know. And uh and and a lot of people stayed because they they maybe they thought they were going to change me. I don't know. Um, but at that point, then I didn't feel guilty, you know, because right. I was like, hey, I'm just defining that this is where I am. Right. Like and- I think it's like like what's tricky about dating and like and you know, finding that person is like you you think it comes from your heart, but it actually has to come from your head. Yes. Right. And it's like, oh, I'm using the wrong organ to find the person like use Mm -hmm. your brain. Like it's like, yeah, use your brain, use your communication skills. So it's like but like that took me forever. And like, you know, and also like the thing that I find is unfair is like, you know, I I found the one person like I found the one, which is great, but it's one. Right. Like so like if I didn't find 
Clifford, I wouldn't be married. Yeah. And I would be in the same place. So it's yeah. like it's like also like really hard for me to give advice to to people who are looking other than compassion. And then I think my big realization is honestly like back to the 20 date experiment back to like you know uh, all of this stuff is just like like really kind of being a lot more cerebral about it yeah leaving your heart out of it and let your heart get into it after 20 dates with the one person yeah you know and that's kind of what I did like I was like oh like you know and let I let your heart get out of it after the 20 no, dates um like so like what I'm saying is like after 20 dates mm-hmm. like you're you're in the beginning of your 20 yeah, dates yeah, with yeah. your new person yeah but like after that you've made 20 dates this yeah. person is like statistically a oh. great person for you to date. Yeah. So then get your heart involved. Like, yeah. you know, and your heart is probably getting more and more yeah. attached as you go along. But yeah. like, but then lead with your heart. Yeah. You're right? right though, but that's how I, you know, it's funny. Sometimes I've taken it as a problem that I have, but I, and then objectively I look at it, I'm like, I think you've been doing it the right way, which is I always feel like people feel first and then they think later. Yeah. Right? Because they're, they're like, oh my God, I'm so into it. And then like, a month, two months in, they're bored. And then they're like, right. oh, wait, I just woke up and realized this person was an idiot or whatever. And they're, you know, I, I met this guy right. and he was just like, he's like, oh, man, I, I, I thought I was like in love with this girl. And then two weeks in, he cheats on her. I was like, why did you cheat on her? He's like, because I found out she like did heroin and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, so you didn't at, you didn't know that stuff? Right. Before. Like you never you never asked the questions or whatever to like be able to make those decisions if that was like right for right. you because he, instead he just like led with his dick and then he thought about it later. Right. And then he hurt the girl really badly. And and, and that's so, not to say like there shouldn't be attraction. Like the one agree, of the reasons yeah. you're you're going on twenty dates is you're meeting you're people 100%. that you want that original spark with. Yeah. Right? Like that you're like, totally. Wow, like I am physically attracted yeah. to you, but like that can be the end mm-hmm. of it. Like, you know, like it's like I'm physically attracted to you. Check. We can yep. go on more dates mm-hmm. and you weren't the worst. But like also you have to think like especially like if you are looking for like a long term monogamous situation, like, you know, people change. Yeah. Right. Like you need to find somebody that you click with in all the categories, yeah. not just like the attraction category because Mm -hmm. like again like what if you like I mean my friends who have babies like there's a real dip in like sex life after a a kid and like you know um and I'm sure like you know illness and all that other stuff like it's like you know you have to take all that into account too like again you have to be attracted on that brain level yeah yeah you know no it's true and so let me ask you one thing if somebody were to try this 20 date experiment and again Guys, you can you can email us at kindadating at gmail.com and I'll put you in touch with Kristen. Yes. If not, and you just want to try it yourself, how important is it to like be in the right mindset? That's the most important thing. Is like you have to like what's like like And I, what is the mindset? What like, what should it the be? The mindset should be a researcher mindset. Yeah. Right? Like if you're actually gonna set out to do this experiment, yeah. you need to be in that researcher mindset, right? And Where research you, about yourself. Exactly. And like so that like, you know, you go out on dates, you find people, like make sure you are like physically attracted mm-hmm. to them. Like, you know, but like see see if there are patterns and yeah. like treat this like an experiment. After twenty dates, you have a journal. You can see what insights you've gained from yourself, yeah. what insights you've gained from from a partner. And like it really like it takes your it by doing this, it gives your brain something to do so your heart can not be as involved. Mm-hmm. And and like, you know, 
protecting your heart a little bit. And yeah, yeah. You know, and what's so funny, like, you know, everybody says lead heart first, and I do in every other aspect of my life, and now I do, like, with my husband, of course. But, like, you know... At first you had to think about it, make sure all the stuff was, yes. like, in the right place, when, and then you can open your heart up to the right person right. and not just fucking everybody. Right, and, like, I like why would you have your heart open to 20 weirdos from the totally. internet, yeah. like, right away? Completely. That makes no sense. Oh, no, like, it doesn't, and yet it happens all the time. I know, so, um, yeah. Kristen, thank you so, so much for being on the show. We're not completely done yet. Uh-oh. We do a segment with every guest. <laughs> uh, it's now called Six Questions. It used to be Five Questions. I added a sixth one. Um, and so this is our original, uh, it's like, you know the Bernard Pivot questionnaire? It was like made famous on Inside the Actor's Studio. Um, but this is our original dating version of Amazing. that. Amazing. Um, so here, Kristen, are your six questions. Um, what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Drive in life. Mm. Like, I think, like, you know, obviously physical looks and drive in life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your one deal breaker? The dogs. You must love dogs. Must love dogs. Cliche, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. What turns you on? Ooh, that's fun. Um, I think somebody who wants to have adventure. Like mm. adventure, like trying new things. Yeah. Enjoying life to the fullest. Yeah. Um, tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Oh, Weakness. I am stubborn. Yeah, yeah. I'm really stubborn, really? you guys. I, really... I love you. I love you the best. <laughs> love how you say it with like the biggest smile on your face, and you're no, like, I am. I really dig my heels in, and I get emotional about oh, it. Oh, you're so cute. I know. I want the world to know. Yeah. Um, but the strength is I am able to treat so many situations with fun. Yeah, and I think that translates to to a sense of. Uh, like, because I'm able to s- treat situations with fun, I'm able to, like, bring a lot of positivity yeah. to relationships. You are really yeah. fun. You I are. try. Um, and we haven't even, like, gone to I Disneyland. No, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Um, uh, what is love? Oh, I was going to say, baby, don't have me. <laughs> um, what is love? Love is, love is knowing, I think it's, like, knowing that there is somebody always rooting for you. Mm. Nice. Um, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Oh, got ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I really love ice cream, yeah. you guys. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Especially ice cream cakes. Ice but cream. like, OK, oh, besides I love you. Dairy Queen ice cream oh, cakes. Oh, my God. Remember the icing on them? And it was like this like sugar jelly. And it was like, oh. Yes, thank you. It was the best. And I hated the whipped cream on that. Yeah, like, I I'm like, like why they why I, they like, love like the fudge with like the little oh, cookie crumble stuff in I between. Would, I was like, I'd oh, eat the bottom oh, and then the top. Yes. And then I'd save the jelly and the cookie crumble fudge <laughs> for the end. Um, but yeah, like um, besides I love you, like, you know, obviously like um, good night. Like, you know, like, yeah. like all that stuff. Yeah. Just those repeating patterns. Oh my God. I'm so, I'm sounding yeah. like hard central. I love repeating patterns in relationships. <laughs> no, I like, like when it. we say, I love you. Like, <laughs> I like it. Um, Kristen, thanks so much for being on the show. How can people find you on social media? Oh, well you can find me. Um, I'm on Instagram, Magenta Kristen. Um, and you can find me there. 
Cool. Um, guys, follow us, like I said, on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Kinda Dating. And Kinda Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us, 7522 Sunset Boulevard here in L.A. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, remember, there is, uh, there is a whole world of episodes out there for you on iTunes, so check those out as well. And send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Or if you want to get in touch with Kristen for the 20-date experiment. Um, finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. The show is produced by myself and Mason Booker, who's also the audio engineer. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden. Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti. And our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.